0: Hey, hey Matt. Matt!
1: This is a very special recording of James Bonding. You're you're listening to our first ever recorded in two pieces episode of James Bonding. We recorded before we saw Spectre. Literally right before. The morning. The morning of, of. we recorded outdoors at the Sycamore Kitchen on La Brea.
0: November 29th.
1: Yeah, we saw the movie and uh, you'll hear our pre excitement and yeah. then you'll hear our pre-
0: Let's not say what we thought of it. You yes. got to listen to our uh, Listen to the excitement.
1: Show. Uh so the first half of the episode is going to be completely spoiler free cuz yes. we don't know what the fuck's happening cuz we're on our way to see it. But the second half of the episode is Spoiler City.
0: <laughs> we saw the movie Spoiler City. Yeah. We didn't even see Spectre. <laughs> Uh, and then you will By find out. Ten
1: spoilers. Get the eleventh <laughs> for just a penny.
0: So it's our first reactions, having seen it, and uh, we'll do another episode somewhere down the road where we let it sink in and take a big bath in Spectre's black ink test tentacle oil. Yeah, and we'll testicle. go. We'll. we'll-
1: <laughs> We'll plow through it the way we plow (laughs) through all the movies, so...
0: You know what? I can't speak right now because I'm giddy with anticipation for seeing it a second time. You look
1: like you're ready to go. You have a a nice cardigan on. If that's
0: any indication of how we felt. You're
1: just ready to go. Your beard's looking
0: great. Yours, too. Thanks, buddy. Let's do this.
1: Bearded. It's winter.
0: Enjoy. Enjoy. Spectre.
2: Now entering Nerdist.com. Man and... Man and... Dave Bondy podcast. Bonding podcast. It's the James Bonding podcast. It's the James Bondy podcast. podcast. It's the James
1: Bonding
0: podcast. It's the James Bonding podcast. It's the James Bonding podcast with Matthews, Myra,
1: and Goorly. Matthews, Goorly, and Myra podcast of James
0: Bond. Matthews, Gorley and Myra podcast of James Bond. James Bonding podcast.
1: James Bond, Tea Podcast.
0: James Bond, Tea Podcast. James Bond, Tea Podcast. Matt and Matt, Matt, and, Matt James Bond, and James Bond Tea Podcast. Well, it's Thursday. Oh boy, October twenty-ninth. It's uh, two thousand and fifteen, year of our Lord. Yeah, eight eight thirty in the morning. Uh-huh. Matt and I are sitting at the Sycamore <laughs> Kitchen here in uh, Los Angeles, California. I've been up since 4 a.m. because the winds were so heavy that it sucked the five-foot living room window <laughs> off our second floor. Now, a lot of people below. would consider
1: that a sign that you should probably move out.
0: Yeah, well, we're going to. That's the other <laughs> thing we've got another two weeks in there, so the place has gone to hell. But, Matt, why are we here on this special occasion so early?
1: Well, Matt, we have to get over to Century City at 10 a.m. Uh-huh. for a screening. Of Spectre. Oh man, I'm so excited. <laughs> Are you excited?
0: I am. Is this not a Christmas in October?
1: It's it's such a it's such a Christmas in October that I woke up at seven, unprompted, no alarm needed. I just got up like a kid ready to open his presents. You ran into the living room. I was like, "It's today! It's today!" <laughs> I ran into my living room because the window had been blown out. <laughs> Did you yell out that window to a popper? What day is it,
0: sir? <laughs> Buy me the <laughs> finest tapestry <laughs> you can find, boy. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, so we get to see it. Uh, England has been, uh, or the UK, uh, has been able to see it since Saturday, Sunday, right? Okay, came right? out on the 25th or 26th there. Yeah. So they've had a few like days that. on us. Uh-huh. Uh, we have been kept spoiler free.
0: That's I really, have. Yeah, I have too for the most part. Great. Oh, well, some, some people in England have been sending tweets like, here's a picture of this and this, which... They're not plot spoilers, but now I know one thing that I didn't want to know right. until I saw it.
1: Right, right, right. The uh, I've been lucky in that. Are they? T- they must be tweeting to the James Bonding Pod account. No, to me. Oh well.
0: Because I don't. People to respect be honest, my. I don't even look at that anymore because well, I'm so afraid of spoilers.
1: As you shouldn't until yeah. after today. Until yeah. about 12:45 p.m. That's right. Because it's going to be a long movie. Yeah, with, the longest movie no, yet. You have no sleep. And you're going to see this, and, and it's hopefully going to keep you awake the whole
0: time. I'm just pouring coffee straight into my eyeballs. Well, that, we should talk about how <laughs> you drink coffee. <laughs> it's the only way I know to do it. It's
1: the only way I know. Matt's been blind since <laughs> yeah, he was 17. See. This is just going to be an audio
0: experience for me.
1: Uh, no, we're very excited. Uh, Dory was kind enough to say, hey, do you want to go to this screening of Spectre? I, I like, like how she had to ask. I was like, of course I do. But I'm only going if Matt Corley can go. Wow. That's exactly what I said. That's beautiful. And then they said, of course we can go. We just have to not talk about it until November 2nd, which I don't understand because England and uh, Scotland and uh, Ireland, they've all been able to see it already.
0: Right, yeah. The, what the would I spoil? Cat's out of the bag. There yeah. are reviews. I've seen some headline reviews, all of them good, which is exciting. Yeah,
1: I have yet to see a... a I wonder if it's. this is Rotten Tomatoes. It's got to be in the 90s, right, as far as how fresh it is? Oh, I haven't even looked. Wait, do you want to look? Is that going to spoil anything for us? If you just look at
0: the Fresh Meter. Oh,
1: the Freeder. The Freeder. Um, oh, boy. Specter... Uh, And it does not seem like our spectralations on the podcast have been... uh, No, we got it all wrong. We got it all wrong, which I'm I'm so happy about. Me too. Uh, We really, really bummed ourselves out there for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's their fault for cutting a trailer like that. That would make us be bummed out for no reason. (laughs) What do we got?
0: 79%.
1: Oh, 79%. Oh, Oh, it's only 36 people checking in so far
0: want to see 99 hmm. percent 36 people checking in guys that, we can't that pretty we can't, low. that's
1: a low that's a low number of people checking in so far you, i mean I'm if you look that... at a big blockbuster like a jurassic world i'm sure it's got dozens more hmm. uh i'll look it up right now jurassic world uh of course that was out this summer i, I 2,582 people checking in on that
0: how, but it's already been out in the UK. I, I don't know why there hasn't been more. I guess they've got, well, well, they've got three newspapers.
1: Over they have there. a population the size of California. That's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So we're going to a press screening today, right? Yes, we are. So it's just going to be you, me, and Gene Shalit, or what? Yes,
1: Gene Shalit will be there. Thank you. Thank you. We're getting our coffee delivered yeah, to us. right into Matt's, the uh, <laughs> Matt's mocha has arrived. Uh, it's too bad he can't even see the beautiful design on, on the milk froth. And the uh, guy that just walked into the restaurant looked at us like we were crazy because mm-hmm. we're sitting at this table with a couple of microphones outdoors. Yep. Maybe yep. he's an audio guy and he can't believe how terrible the sound is going to be. <laughs>
0: I think this will sound better than you think for for the connection. No, I'm sure it will sound fine. Yeah, because we have to essentially
1: eat these microphones to get them to pick up our that's audio. Right. So I'm assuming that everything that's happening on La Brea, one of the busier thoroughfares in Hollywood, true, is not bleeding through too badly. And I still can't hear you, so I'm just assuming this is all. good. Well, it be looks okay. like I'm checking in on there. Yeah, I just feel I feel like it's your headphones,
0: Matt. What? Name thing. one thing you really want to see in this movie mm-hmm. and one thing you don't want to see.
1: Oh, I... Okay. One thing I would really like to see is good gadgets mm. that aren't too far-fetched. Tough good, to do, right? Good, not far-fetched gadgets. Yeah, I can get on board with that. Is that is one thing I'd like to see. One thing I would not like to see is James Bond going rogue and getting M pissed off. Hmm. That's I mean, but it seems like I'm going to see that based on the trailers. That's something I would not like to see.
0: There was one little blurb I saw in an interview, and it said something of like, if the first three Daniel Craig films were the origin trilogy, this is Bond doing what he normally does. That's, That's all we mission, wanted, isn't it? But That's then in all the preview, asked for. yeah, he's going make me invisible, and who knows? That's the exciting thing. We don't even know.
1: Maybe, maybe, maybe. Here's an idea. He had a fling with M's daughter. Right, didn't go well, and I'll he's bet like, she's "Q, sexy.
0: could you?" Because Ray finds a pretty good-looking <laughs> fella.
1: I know right? he's probably married well. Yeah, you yeah, know, right? Maybe into some aristocracy in yeah. the, in, in in England. That's and, a great uh, idea for a Bond girl. M's daughter, <laughs> M's daughter. <laughs> oh man, thank you. Let's write that comic book. But is uh, it- M's daughter, and then uh, yeah? So he's worried, uh, you know, the the MI six Christmas party's coming, and he doesn't want to be <laughs> spotted by her. So that's why he says to Q, make me invisible.
0: How badly do I want to go to the MI6 Christmas party? With the shenanigans going in in the copy room. Oh, boy. Oh my God. Plus
1: all the gadgets going off oh. in the background. Oh, Because I assume they have it down in the lab. Yeah. That's where the party is.
0: Tanner and Q are just blitzed in the corner, kind of like <laughs> ma- maudlin and weeping to each other. I take that thing back about M's daughter because Daniel Craig and, and Ray Fiennes are... Pretty close in age, and so that would put M's daughter I don't think that's ever stopped the character of James know, Bond before. I know, but I think this new James Bond. As we Bond. just
1: learned from Fear Eyes Only. Yeah. Well I guess that does that did stop him, right? He didn't he didn't throw it in. That but, we know
0: of. But even so the Carol Bouquet, she was that's the biggest uh, age difference yes. there. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh.
1: Well I, you know, yeah, I hope, there's a, I hope there's a better reason for him going invisible than the fact that he wants to go rogue. Right. That's yeah. what I hope.
0: Yeah. What well, about you?
1: One thing you'd like to see? I would like
0: to see that I'm fine with one-liners mm-hmm. as long as they're sort of organic and fit his character as opposed to, uh, you know, I got into some deep water. I don't want those type of one-liners that are in there for the writers or for the audience. I want them in there because it makes sense for the character. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, but it does make sense for the character. It d- always does. No. It always makes sense. No, because we've established that this character.
0: But Daniel Craig's character is not from like that.
1: from. They must have been late for a funeral, in Doctor No. Yeah. Forward.
0: I get that, but this Daniel is always a
1: corny motherfucker.
0: His his one-liners always have like like that's because you know what i can do with my little finger feels right in that exchange it doesn't feel like oh let's throw in a joke that the audience will laugh at you know there's a difference and
1: i don't know i bet at university uh james bond jimmy bond was probably a real corny motherfucker (laughs) maybe yeah (laughs) Uh, and what's one thing you don't want to see well, you said you don't want to see that, but
0: that's both, huh? Well,
1: you want to see. You want I guess to that's endo- what I don't want to see. What you don't I don't want to do see. Do want to court, see?
0: Yeah. I want to see a spectacular death for Mr. Hinks. Uh but one that's still believable in this world. That's what th- this uh, this Daniel Craig era has got it tough because they got to pull off some spectacle, but they also got to make it seem real.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you from the trailers, Hinks seems like a quite a daunting henchman. Yeah. I'm excited
0: about him. He's a a big dude, that Dave Bautista. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know what I'm really excited about. And this is something that hit me yesterday. The opening title sequence. Ah. Those are always a joy. And I even feel like Skyfall, I liked it when I saw it. But the second and third time, it really hit me how good those titles are.
1: Right. Yeah, they all go... I'm trying to remember the Quantum of Solace one and I can't. Oh, it's
0: all the sand dunes and bullets. Uh yeah. Bullets and sand. Yeah. That was kind of a one off where the dresser wrote with a
1: different Bullets company. and snow, probably. Probably I'll take that.
0: Bullets and snow.
1: I just I feel so sad that at twelve forty five this afternoon we can't experience this for the first time again.
0: I know this is it, huh? This is a huge culmination. <laughs> yeah three years ago yeah. we went together in the rain to see skyfall holy shit we sure did man
1: well i mean obviously of course we're gonna have to see this opening night yeah. uh when it releases we wide we're gonna have to see it in imax yes uh it's just the rule yeah so we and, got at least two yeah, more rounds of we this. got a few we got a few more screenings yeah. coming yeah and guests we're gonna have to you know paul Shear is gonna see it with us on opening night uh and I think uh, we might get a couple more people going along. That's right. And I think it's going to be a great. You're going to you're going to be enjoying a very long podcast.
0: I think I may enjoy this more than Skyfall for the sheer fact that I've been able to remain generally spoiler free. I've
1: been I've remained so spoiler free. Yeah, more so than I mean, maybe more than Skyfall, but definitely more spoiler free than Casino Royale. More spoiler free than. Uh, Quantos Salas even yeah. going back to of the Day I read a shit ton of spoilers for that really? before it came out boy oh boy this movie
0: it's got a lot of boots I'm really excited about <laughs> well I guess it's time for us to put down the mics put in the food put down the f- lever to the metal and yep. drive ourselves over to bad figure of speech alley yep. where I get things wrong and watch the movie Spectre Put the pedal to the metal
1: put the, put the boot to the
0: bonnet That's right As Jerry <laughs> Reed would say in Smoking the Bandit Put the hammer down son We got a long way to go and a short time to get there <laughs> We do, we got to scarf this food down and get over there huh?
1: We'll follow up uh, with our thoughts yes. after
0: Spectre Wish us luck You'll be here soon
1: enough.
0: Well, it's 528 on November 5th. Matt and I have already seen Spectre. We're going to see it again tonight, and a lot of people are joining us. Matt isn't even here. He's two minutes away. He's pulling up, so I thought I'd just fire this up. We're at my place. I'm sitting here with Amanda Funbuns Lund. Marty? Hello. Are you excited about Spectre?
3: I am so excited. I haven't even come to terms with how excited I am because it's been such a busy road.
0: You mean getting to James Bond or your life?
3: My life. (laughs) Them or you? Everyone. Getting there. You're telling
0: me our lives have been crazy lately.
3: I know, but I'm so like I'm I know the excitement is gonna hit me any minute now.
0: And then you'll probably faint and not even see the movie?
3: I'll faint. I'm yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. You know, your episode with Maria is probably the most beloved James Bonding episode <laughs> if the feedback is to be believed.
3: That's so nice. I mean that was just a thrill. And you know, you're not the only James Bond lover in the family. I Who? You.
0: I know. Who's the other one? Me. There's another?
3: There's only... It's either me or Kitty.
0: Well, uh, Kitty isn't a fan of anything but big, fat mounds of food.
3: (laughs) But I love Daniel Craig, and I loved Skyfall, I loved Casino Royale, I thought that other one was fine. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> what are you anticipating with this movie? What, are you, what do you think it's going to be? Tell me what you think the, the basic story or, well, I or know in a, a lot, nutshell.
3: There's been a lot of keywords thrown around here for the last few months. Blofeld, brother, oh. um, back to the roots, <laughs> quilted doors.
0: <laughs> well, that's me. Be- <laughs> That's because I want a quilted door. Oh, okay. But, I may have but there that is trouble. a quilted door in this movie. <laughs> Thank God.
3: I mean, I just, I've heard it's fun. I mean, if it's up there with Mission Impossible 4.
0: 5, too, right? Oh, no, yeah. 4 was your favorite. 4 you're, was my favorite. The, I'm the Bond guy, and you're the Mission Impossible. I'm the mission head. You are the... I looked over at you in that last movie, and you were grinning from ear Edge to ear. Edge of
3: my seat. I loved it. I love a thrill ride. Yeah. Come on in. Matt's here.
0: <laughs> Matt, we just fired this up.
3: Love it. And okay. uh,
0: um, Amanda was warming up the mic okay. for you.
3: you. Hi. Nice You're to back. see you. Thank you. I'm giving him a hug. huh
0: <laughs> Microphone hug.
3: Okay, I'm going to pass the excited? torch. I'm thrilled. <laughs> okay, <laughs> here you go. I don't
0: believe, it. I don't believe it be for a second. <laughs> She's kind of thrilled. Matt, <laughs> come on in. Honey, I gotta unplug yeah, unplug <laughs> away.
1: Oh, are you charging up? Getting some juice before <laughs> yeah, the film?
0: Yeah, that's right. Sorry the place Ugh. is such a mess. We're Listen, about to move. Listen, you're probably
1: moving soon. Yeah. So that's understandable. Your Legos are out. You're ready to go.
0: Well, I was actually, I'm I'm building an building archway that is so complicated, and it's three corners meeting one. I had to build a Lego model just so I could wrap my head around
1: it. Oh, boy. That is, is that true? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that you are in the midst of becoming a general contractor. <laughs>
0: How are you? How was your ride over?
1: Uh, it was trafficy. i I'm sorry. You know, I left a little later than I wanted to. I was just, I just came from a podcast where I talked about Frasier. Now I'm ready to talk about James Bond.
0: Man, you're hitting all the sweet spots. <laughs> I'm excited about tonight. Now, have, like, the, the, uh, the anticipation is over. We've seen it. We've seen it. But we, I'm excited to get back in there a second time.
1: I'm excited to see it again. It's always good to watch a movie once the tension's gone. You know, yes. Once you know where it's going
0: Once you know it's... you like it And maybe that's what we should say Yeah I really liked it
1: I really liked it too Yeah I, I know I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter Who were like Hey guys I hear this movie's not good
0: Me too I have yet I've only seen one seen bad, bad review, review. Uh, A guy that I I guess I would consider a friend Devin Faraci at Birth Movies Death Devin did not enjoy he it? He actively hated it Why? Um,
1: what were his reasons?
0: Well, you know, I read his review and I feel like they're valid reasons, but they didn't resonate with me. Like the things that I think stuck to, out to him as so bad were the important things. But to me, they were the lesser things. Absolutely. And I found the things that were that I loved were probably lesser for him.
1: And that's exactly how I we did this podcast earlier today with Nick Hornby. Uh-huh. The author of oh. High Fidelity. Fever, was that Pitch. Nerdist? Yeah, it was a Nerdist oh, podcast. Oh, nice. And he was asking me about the Bond uh-huh. movies, where I ranked them and what I thought of this one. He liked Skyfall better than he liked Spectre,
0: hmm. which and I thought was interesting. Yeah, because I, now I, as we get into this, he's
1: friends with Purvis and Wade, by the way. Oh, I want to know. Uh, I did just toss out a whole like you know this whole time I've been blaming Purvis and Wade for all the stuff that's been wrong, and I feel like it might have been John
0: Logan's fault, and he gave me a knowing look. I think I think we've been wrong. Let's let's admit something. We were wrong about the on her Majesty's so Se- Secret Service. So wrong. Soft reboot. And I think we've well, been wrong all along about Purvis up. and Wade. Let
1: me back up a little bit. Okay. On our
0: prediction of the movie. Were we that wrong about
1: it being oh, on her Majesty's? Good Secret point. Secret Service? Because
0: it may be setting itself up to be. Let's double down. Let's
1: double down <laughs> say, on our on her Majesty's <laughs> Secret Service thing. Uh, I. It's interesting because. The movie, the elements, for for the record, if you listen to our Spectrelation podcast, the elements that we're saying are, oh, this is this guy, this is this person, this is this person, are all there.
0: Yes, and I will say this. I have now gone back and read all of the Sony leaked studio notes for yes. Spectre. And originally, Irma Bunt was a character in this film. You see? Do you see what I'm saying? Also Blofeld was a woman at one point. Okay, I mean. Then he that. was an African?
1: Okay, that's cool too.
0: But all of it this, you know what I've been finding out between this and Project Greenlight? Mhm. I'm not so sure studio notes are a bad thing anymore. It's an easy thing to say those are a bad thing, but from what I read of that whole chain and I read a lot about Specter, the studio to was that. Yeah. To do that. The studio was spot on going like you got to change this, you got to change this. And um, I I think I I'll just so say Sony
1: was saying that not Eon.
0: Sony, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was very little from Eon. It was all pretty much Sony. Uh there is a really funny th- exchange where uh what's her name? The the head of Sony that had those bad emails come out, Amy. Oh,
1: Amy uh Amy Pap pa- Pascal. Pascal, yeah.
0: Yeah. She writes in all caps at one point. Love it. But it's not clear why <laughs> it just looks like she's shouting the entire time oh, it's worth checking out
1: i'm going I'm totally going to look that up now that's that's great. I stared totally clear of that stuff because I didn't want the movie spoiled for me at all yeah, uh, me too but it's interesting and, and here's how I defended Specter to Nick Hornby. I said, you have to look at the movie as a fan of James Bond movies and as a fan of a James Bond movie at no point in any of those movies does it register to us now you and i maybe because we have to do a podcast where we have to break the plot apart yeah but at no point when you're watching a james bond movie does it really register to us what is the bad guys plot this time it doesn't it never really matters it's always the the macguffin yeah it's just an excuse to get james bond out in the field with some gadgets yeah and for him to sleep with at least two. it's
0: not about the pasta it's about the sauce that's right You know, also, um, Devin Faraci, I don't know why I feel like, maybe like you, I feel a little bit of a need to defend this movie. But he was saying, and I I love Devin Faraci, he's probably one of my favorite movie critics, but we disagree on this.
1: I I love his Twitter beefs, he's a lot of fun to follow.
0: But he was likening the reveal of Blofeld to Khan in J.J. Abrams' thing, where it's purely fan service because the audience doesn't it's only fan service because it would mean nothing to the characters in the movie. Now this, I don't think is really the case because when he says he's Blofeld, he doesn't do it. So Bond will go, whoa, cause Bond has no idea who Blofeld. It means nothing to right. him. He's just saying he changed his identity and he wants to go with his mother's lineage because he's, he doesn't like his father's Father. right. lineage. Now you and I have talked about this. I didn't love the motivation that he was just jealous of James Bond for having done all of this, I think that's the weakest part of the film. But I don't think Where the reveal that? that he's Where Blofeld is, is bad. Where,
1: oh, you, you're saying? Oh, right, right, right. He's je- in childhood. He's jealous of James Bond. Yeah, but that was enough body. for
0: him to go on and do this. And then entire my, my thing,
1: retort to you on that, which was, I liked, yeah, which is if you're a fucking megalomaniac crazy person who's going to one day form an organization called Spectre that is hell bent <laughs> on on uh, counterterrorism and extortion, then. Of course, something so tiny as theoretically of your dad liking the or, the yeah. adopted kid more than you is going to set you off into crazy. You're going to be the type that you going to be crazy town.
0: Yeah, good point. Yeah,
1: this is a crazy person. Blofeld. At no point in any of the James Bond movies to feature Blofeld do you sit and think, "No, well, here's a rational, sane human being."
0: Right. Good this point. Is, uh,
1: you know, I really, for all those reasons, I think that what we wanted out of this movie. I think we both agreed that we wanted to see a James Bond go off with some gadgets and on a on a on a mission given to him by M. We didn't know which M was giving him this mission. No, but M gave him a mission.
0: Oh, I never thought about that. We did get M on a mission. Yeah. Right. Yes, we did. Boy, they got all their cake and ate it too. In they this one,
1: did I think they did a fantastic job of servicing the James Bond franchise in yeah. this movie? And you know, there is the whole. It does kind of melt your brain a little bit when you start to think, oh, Blofeld's now just being introduced, so what does that mean for the previous movies? Does that mean that those happen after the thing with the character and his
0: Blofeld? <laughs> My nose starts bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> well, just the fact that he engineered everything. Now, here's one...
1: You don't... It didn't, it didn't need to be... It, it didn't. You didn't need to do that. No,
0: it didn't. Um, but at the same time, it is. it does tie it with a neat little bow and... You can get away with that in a Bond movie. This, you know, I think that's okay with me. Let's talk about the Vesper Lind videotape yeah, and how that comes up, it. and you never, it never is brought back.
1: It doesn't have to be brought back because that's that's such a throwaway part of the movie. So for anyone watching the movie that hasn't seen Casino Royale, it's not gonna you're not gonna linger on it. You know mm. what I mean? You're just gonna see Vesper Lind interrogation tape. Jane Bond has a moment, puts it down. Yeah. That's all you're going to see. But for, you know, it, it is a point where James Bond, I think that's sort of them reminding you of Vesper and allowing James to sort of, the way he reacts to that, I think, is showing that this, this Daniel Craig's James Bond has put that behind him mm-hmm. and is now ready to move forward with Tracy. I see. Slash Miss Swan, whatever the fuck yeah. her name is.
0: Yeah. Now that's that's... Talk about that ending too. Do we want to go that far already? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Let's 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 break through the beats of the film. Break Let the me all, of the first film. of all say, yeah. I put this thing on first viewing, and I'm about to see my second. Yeah. I would put it behind Casino Royale. I would put it above Skyfall.
1: I'm 100% in agreement with you. Okay. That's exactly where I ranked it.
0: Then what? Uh, yeah. And I, and
1: I and I ranked it that way, and I think I I ranked it that way because of that's. I wanted. That's what I what I wanted from a James Bond movie. This delivered for me. Yeah, this delivered all the aspects of the franchise that everybody fell in love with. Yeah, from Goldfinger forward. Yeah, crazy guy. Here's an Aston Martin. Here's a watch that blows up. Here's a <laughs> yeah, it. literally. You it, it's a like watch. Yeah. it's all the it's all the that's things true. you want.
0: Um, all right. So the opening sequence, the first half of that opening sequence. I was in. I was three dicks in.
1: That was, yeah, you got, you got, you, 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 Mm -hmm. Deus de la Muertes, the fuck out of that. That was, that was really sort of a fun throwback to older James Bond movies where you're at a, you're in a country. Yeah. At a, at a, at a, at a very cultural sort of event. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're in Mexico City and, and it's, it's beautiful tracking shot through the crowd. Yeah, like a
0: long. Single take, yeah. touch of yeah. evil style. Yeah. That then you got that guy. What was his name? Schiara or something. Yeah. He looked great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got in the helicopter, and it just danced around, and that was a little.
1: Some people online. Anti it's Such a great opening, and I'm like, okay, yeah,
0: sure. I like the opening. The a helicopter thing felt like it needed a button of some kind that it didn't have or something.
1: Yeah. Maybe like a uh, guy hanging from one of the one of the.
0: He should have picked up a guy in a wheelchair. One of the skis, yeah, and then yeah. he could dump him down a chimney. Yeah. yeah. I think would have been the And only it would have been Blofeld. The it. movie would have been over, over. right there. Done. <laughs> <laughs> the opening titles. We, I wasn't a fan.
1: Can't even. Honestly, you just saying that is the first time I've thought of them it's since like I've a, seen the movie. H.R. Giger I, puked I up an octopus. I just
0: remember. And a bunch of fire comes Shirtless in. Daniel Craig. That's all well, I that I'm fine with. with. Of course. The
1: yeah. man works hard for that. Physique. He does. He sure does. It's uh, uh Upon viewing the movie, song did not get better?
0: I felt that, yeah, the titles in the song were a bit lackluster. The song
1: got a little worse for me? But
0: even. then maybe it'll grow because Skyfall go? hit me like the second or third time, the, the uh, titles.
1: Oh, the titles in Skyfall are great. Yeah. I enjoyed those the first time I saw them. Yeah, I did too. But this, yeah, this was a, whatever. Yeah. And then... You know, where do we start? After This oh, is
0: the beauty of the cold know, open credit. I know, And where do we oh, start? Right, right after in the M's quilted door. Office. Oh my God, there's wood everywhere. Good, leather bound books.
1: Everything you ever wanted from M's office oh. is there. James is there getting a dressing down from
0: M. Oh. Love it. He's not even getting a mission. He's already in trouble. Yeah. I think I love M most when Bond's in trouble.
1: Yeah, I, and it happens all the time. Yeah, and it's a it's a it's a fun relationship for them to have. And I think Ray Fiennes is great as M. There's I love no the way about it. Yeah, he I, plays a great M.
0: I love the way his role is emerging. In there this is tip.
1: a little, there is a little, sort of like. Confusion as to Ben Wishaw's cue as to how versatile this guy is. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, he's... I, I, A, Let me just say for the record, I loved seeing him show up in the field. I did too. Classic. Yeah. Classic Desmond Llewellyn move. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought that was, I thought that was perfect. I, I did. I liked the. Um, I mean, where do we go? Like, literally, it's amazing because you go from M's office right mm-hmm. to the uh but what that tells you right so they're no longer in the old the new building the formerly new building they're no longer in the golden imi6 yeah right because that blew up in skyfall right they're now back in the old offices yeah which tells you somewhere along the line they vacated those offices but there's always been this quilted door office sitting there vacant you know while M was no longer in that office. Right, right. Then they move back into yeah. that those digs and there's that office. Oh, that's I thought that was a fun I little treat. I got for that. But yeah. what they do, which is great, and this is this is why I enjoyed this movie so much is immediately after that fun cold open scene of M's apartment uh not M's apartment, M's office, don't they then immediately go down to Gadget Town?
0: I think so, and that's when he gets pumped full of midichlorians. It's great. Yeah, you just, uh, the smart blood. You, you tell uh, me
1: smart blood a little, yeah. a little too ridiculous. I think you could have just easily just thrown the same chip in him using yeah. Casino Royale. Right
0: also now. because the delivery system was so similar that I thought, oh, they're giving him another one of yeah, these things. Exactly. Especially with the, so many tiebacks. Other than just the plot tiebacks to Casino I don't casino know why Royale, they
1: couldn't just throw in a line of like, this is so you can't rip it out again.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe yeah, that would have helped. Lachine, that would have helped because Lachine, they went they went the extra mile to do little thematic tiebacks too. Like when M's in the office of uh, Digby or whatever his yeah. name is, Denby, and he takes the bullets out of his guns, out of his gun. Yeah. Same as the beginning of Daniel Craig, yeah. except this time it goes to a c word. Yeah, um,
1: it's a fun fun cunt joke without saying it. <laughs> love it, love it. So you know, here's what you and then you get to see a little interaction with Money Penny. You get to see Bond's apartment for the first time since For Your Eyes Only. No, not uh, since *Living Live, and die. die. Is that right? Yeah. Because you see it in Doctor No. Yeah. You see it in Goldfinger?
0: I don't think so.
1: Is it just Doctor No and Live and Die? I think it may wow. be. Wow. Yeah. So that's it, it is... It's interesting. And it is interesting that Daniel Craig's James Bond doesn't bother decorating his apartment.
0: Yeah. It looks like a crate and barrel that's being moved out of.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where all the other Bonds had meticulously put together apartments. Right. Um, The whole... I mean, this movie just... This movie just delivers the things that I that you and I both wanted to see in a James Bond movie.
0: I love podcasting with you but I can't wait to get to this movie just cuz I love this movie so much. Right. It's yeah.
1: it's I can't wait to see this movie again. I know. I'm very
0: excited about it. The Henchman? Well, I guess I'm getting ahead of myself cuz he goes to Rome oh, man, and he's great. And he follows uh what's her name? What is her name in this uh, Monica Bellucci, Bellucci's character. Does he doesn't follow her. No, he just the goes, to widow the fu- he goes to
1: the funeral because M tells him to go to the funeral. Yeah,
0: and then then he follows her. Yeah, and then they get it on. And I did have to go pee. And I, apparently, there was a murder. There was. There I'm was looking a, forward. There's murders. some. There's You're a part of a Spectre of that I get to see You're fresh. See
1: a couple of murders. It's really great because I
0: remember that from the trailer when she winces. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't understand how that played out, but yeah, um,
1: it plays out very nicely. Yeah. And the yeah, so he's there to find out information about this organization. He finds that he gets the ring, he keeps the ring from Uh, Scaramanga. <laughs> uh and uh, he has the he has to go by that ring. Then they, but it is. I mean, think about it though. It is the fucking clinic in the Alps. It is a clinic in the Alps. Yeah. Tracy's at that clinic in the Alps. It's not. There's no sort of him having to be a genealogist. There's no lineage sort of situation really in in it. But there is. In the sense of Blofeld mentioning it,
0: and you got her dad wanting her dad to protect. Yeah, her, her.
1: her dad wants protect to protection. And that it,
0: tie back, I loved. I did, it didn't feel forced. Oh, it Mr. Felt, White being oh, there again. Yeah, it felt great. great. It felt that was great. great. They earned that. Yeah, they, they earned sure that did. because
1: they put him in two movies.
0: That's right.
1: So uh, they as, did not. What they did not earn was um, was. Uh, What's his face? Silva. Silva. They yeah, that they didn't need to connect that. Didn't need to. No. No connection. And they either.
0: didn't need to. They didn't need to make it that he had, like, architected all of this stuff just to hurt Bond. All they needed to say was, "I was the person at the top pulling these strings, and you didn't know how close I was to you this whole time. Not yeah. like I was trying to yeah, do yeah, this yeah. to you. Yeah. That felt a little.
1: But it also could have been a little bit of uh, creative retrospecting on the character of Blofeld's part. Yeah. Meaning like, all oh, this shit happened because he was getting very close to sniffing out this organization. I'll just yeah. tell him,
0: you know, what I'll tell him, I'm going to
1: tell him I, I, I'm the architect of all this
0: pain. It will be interesting. Remember how we loved watching casino Royale ride into quantum of solace, but yes. to watch all four of these in a row,
1: I don't know that I could muster that. That's a, that's a tall order. That's about a, that's a 11 a hour, hour day. day.
0: No. Yeah, you're right. That's no, it's probably a 10 day. hour day. Yeah, I am into that. <laughs> Next time it rains and I am sick, that's what's gonna happen. Oh, as boy. soon as this movie comes out, Richard I made mean, like on...
1: well, we'll get a screener soon. Oh, you think so? We got a Skyfall screener. Oh my god, yes. Oh no, I had to borrow the Skyfall screener off of a DGA member. Maybe the Writers Guild doesn't get Skyfall screeners, James Bond screeners.
0: We'll see. I don't think Purvis and Wade get the respect that they deserve, including from us. (laughs) Uh, So, Mr. Hinks, what a wonderful intro for a henchman. Yeah, sure. He's fantastic. He's got little silver Lee press-on nails that kill. Yep. He's got uh, a double gun. They're just
1: there for gouging out eyeballs. Oh,
0: so good. Mr. Hinks, they never even say his name. He only has one word. Yep. And it's shit.
1: Yep. (laughs) And it's.
0: Oh, you know, his his train sequence, the yes. the fight, I think, is maybe maybe for me the best action sequence in the movie because it felt like the stakes were personal. I think I loved this movie, but I, I felt like some of the set pieces were very cursory or a, like they just the plane and the snow and the helicopter. They, they just um, what
1: is so what is in your mind? What is a great what is a
0: great James Bond? Well, set piece? I think the best one maybe ever is the um British flag casino oh, well sorry. that one but that's uh, more of a just a moment this that like the parkour chase in casino royale was incredible parkour
1: chase in casino royale great we'll give that top billing for daniel craig's run but then after that where do you go
0: well you got the skyfall silhouette shootout on the um i think that's amazing
1: beautiful shot okay number two that's number two then where do you go
0: I think the car chase in Quantum of Solace is fantastic. That's Number three, okay. I Um, I think uh, I actually think the Miami airport sequence in Casino Royale is wonderful. I think
1: that fight, the I think the first fight in Quantum of Solace after the car chase where he's chasing that guy through the building. Oh yeah, uh,
0: yeah. That movie boy starts promising. Well, that's when they
1: had a screenwriter. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then I, you know, but to to think of like of to put it into perspective with other bond movie set pieces i don't know i don't know that it's that far off the mark
0: no it isn't but but i think sometimes they can go a little by the numbers and this felt that way a little bit at well, you times know what,
1: you know what you're not gonna here's here's i think is the problem now with cinema and uh, james bond movies you're never going to top the last Tom Cruise hanging on a plane, hanging on a building, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Like mission impossible is going to get crazier and crazier with things Tom Cruise is doing. Yeah. That I feel like they're just like, eh, whatever. us just fucking,
0: well, that's why I guess I, I don't want him to do that. I think that's why the train one worked for me so well, because there seemed to be a real personal moment between Hanks and Madeline Swan and bond mm-hmm. that it felt real. It felt within the world. The other things felt just like big blockbuster things. And and I feel like Daniel Craig's bonds have earned the right to not when have does, to do those. So grandiosely,
1: it's been a little while since I've watched, excuse me, since I've watched, um, on a magic secret service. My question for you, cause I feel like you might have a better memory of this is at what point does Tracy say, I love you to James Bond?
0: He says it first when they're in the barn,
1: right? But I, but for some reason, that feels more earned than the "I love you" in this movie.
0: Oh, I agree. I it it came out of nowhere, and they they thrust their relationship along to the point where even at the end, I didn't think it was earned. But at the same time, I was like, "Yeah, that's the way it should be." They may not have executed it yeah. properly, but I wanted that to happen. Right? Because this is regardless of whether they did it successfully, and I don't know that they did. But they, um, you want bond to have come full circle since Vesper. And that's the one reason I really like that. They have that videotape there because it reminds you that he'll never love again, but now he's going to try again, which if they're setting up to do an honor magic secret service where she's killed, it's going to be so good.
1: But what they're really setting up though is diamonds are forever.
0: I suppose, but
1: that's what they're really setting It like, yeah, it's, because it would be, you know, the way this movie ends, and we're spoiling, obviously, huge spoiler at the beginning of this podcast. Um, they're setting up this James Bond leaving the service, driving off in an Aston Martin with the girl he loves. They're set like they're there, there's nothing in a Bond fan's brain that doesn't tell you yeah. this is not going to end well for either of them.
0: But I hope that's the case and that we get to see then that movie turns into what Lazenby and Peter Hunt's second movie would be, you know, not Diamonds Are Forever.
1: So you're okay. You think think it's fine to then start the next Bond movie with the death of Swan.
0: Because that was originally what they were going to do.
1: And then you're essentially looking at a Bond out for revenge. (sighs) Essentially, you're now looking at License to Kill.
0: I, you know, yeah, I'm fine with it because they kind of have to. W- otherwise, what he goes on another mission, and then at five o'clock he goes, Honey, I'm home from the day's work. No, something has to happen. But the other thing is, I felt like they might have left this open for.
1: Maybe she brings home a book on polyamory. She's like, <laughs> James, I know what you're into, and it's okay. I've read about it. I'm a psychologist.
0: It crossed my mind at the end of this that. Craig wouldn't come back. I know he's contracted for one more, but it seems like the producers are friendly with him, and they have let think him go. He's coming back, like, there's no doubt in my mind. I think he's so. back. I did feel his fatigue a little bit in this, and it may be yes. my own. By the way, there's this article on Birth Movies Death by Phil Noble Jr. about they're doing a series about what they're thankful for, and he did his on Casino Royale and his the thing that was going on in his real life. We we need to have him on the show at some point. because yeah, he's so great. And this, out of
1: reasons to get Phil Noble Jr in here.
0: I know. Uh he lives on I think on the East Coast, but the article is so so good. You should really look into it, but he also mentions that he feels in a way that m- maybe this is his last Bond series. Like when it goes on to a new actor, that person will be younger than him, which will be the case for me as well. Yeah. And that maybe maybe you kind of graduate at some point, you know, you still see him but it won't be this Crazy! It'll be like a bittersweet ending, which I actually really spoke to me because we've been talking about Bond for so long. I'm suffering from a tiny bit of Bond fatigue, yeah. and I feel like Daniel Craig is, and maybe it feels like the the change of guard is about to come, and then we hand our mics off to two younger,
1: <laughs> two younger men. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there is certainly. I think you get into the Bond fatigue situation whenever a new movie comes out because it so saturates everything. It saturates yeah. the market like crazy. It does. Ad tie-ins. You know, you can't turn on the television and not see fucking money Penny running around with a cell phone, or you know, right. the art of a man shaving with Gillette or fucking Heineken. <laughs> you can't. You can't turn on the TV and not see James Bond right now and you can't drive down the street without seeing a specter billboard. Yeah. So there is, you know, there is a bit of that. And then whenever we're whenever a new movie comes out, there's always the rush to put it into the pantheon. Yeah. So when you do that, you're thinking about ev- you're thinking about 24 movies now. You're thinking about uh, from Doctor No forward, you're trying to figure out where does this go in the thing and I think that bond fatigue's a real thing and it happens every time a fucking movie comes out.
0: See your doctor.
1: Yeah, see so your doctor for bomb fatigue, Doctor Madeline Swan. Ooh. Ooh,
0: I did like her. I thought the acting was really good. The acting and, was
1: good. Yeah, I thought Christoph Waltz was a little underutilized.
0: Yeah, but it does feel like but they're just I, setting him up. Yeah, I hope that, really. that just makes
1: him. Yeah, shave his head in prison. There was a scar on his face. I,
0: I mentioned this when they're escaping from Blofeld's lair in the desert. And it felt like Daniel Craig was moving at a real <laughs> measured pace, and it reminded me of Connery in the desert in Diamonds Are Forever. Obviously, not that bad, but it did feel yeah. like they would made an like an active choice for him to just kind of slowly pivot and shoot. And uh, yeah, it, it, I liked it. It worked because it suited his age, but it, it did feel it like the first time a man I noticed who's it had
1: uh, drills into his fucking brain. That's true, <laughs> twice. <laughs> So it's not exactly like he's operating at top uh peak form.
0: Yeah. Um now this is basically just our first dip into what we think of this film. We're gonna see it again. Yeah. I'm sure we'll record another episode yes. with our more uh matured thoughts. Yeah,
1: and also we'll have a guest in to yeah. discuss at least one. Yeah. Uh, so we're not we're not quite out of the woods yet with James Bonding, but no. it is it is it is an interesting it is an interesting series they've put together, because it does It does sort of really put the character in an interesting place, because there's the whole... I mean, for me, it just turns into, what is the canon of this? What is, what is the canon of James Bond? What has, what has the Daniel Craig character been
0: through? He's been through the it's, biggest arc of any of
1: them. Yes, he's been through a, you know a, a full arc.
0: Well, he's the only We've one with an arc, and, really. Correct. Yeah.
1: Correct. This is. These are the only, however haphazardly connected. These are the only four truly connected James Bond movies, other than him visiting Tracy's grave. Yeah. And other than, and die another day when he goes down to the queue. Lab and you see all of the previous gadgets, right?
0: And *License to Kill*, they talk about his ex-wife first. Yeah, his they talk about Tracy for a hot,
1: hot second. Um, but it is, it is interesting that they've chosen to do it like this. That they've chosen to sort of serialize uh, in the in the realm of television. I mean, yeah, to serialize the character. Yeah, to have an arc for this guy, and it is. I think it's a credit to them to do that now, but it's also going to be very interesting when they're when they have to fucking reboot.
0: Right. I know. I wonder yeah. I don't
1: I don't because now I feel like now I feel like now we've we've we're in the weeds now with this character. Right. We're now in a place where yeah. you're following along this character and now we're in a spot where you can't easily throw a new actor into. that's a
0: good point they they would do well for themselves to end the next movie with him truly set up for just episodic missions because then they could put a character put another person in yeah but But you're right question of are
1: they again going to then serialize this character with his own arc it's it's
0: it's marvel universe is killing everything
1: it is it is to the point well thank god we never got the fucking jinx spinoff with michael madsen as the head of (laughs) American MI6, it, it, like, God, we dodged a bullet there. Yeah, yeah, we really dodged a bullet there.
0: <laughs> um,
1: Could you imagine if we were sitting here talking about the new New Jinx movie? We wouldn't be. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. I think it's. I think that the. I think the whole sort of point of James Bond is a character that is stuck in a time. Yeah. I think the whole appeal of James Bond now is, and even, you know, in the seventies and eighties is that he's a throwback. Yeah. He's a misogynist as Daniel Craig is kind of point out. He is this, just this relic. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I think that that always in the later movies, even a little bit in the Roger Moore movies, they sort of touch on that, that, you know, you're, what are you doing? You know, the, you know, what do you? You're just, you're too old for this. Blah 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 blah. And then when the Cold War is over, they're like, you're just a relic of the Cold War. Blah blah blah, blah, blah. Spying's <laughs> different now. We got computers. <laughs> uh, it is, there is that whole element to it. So it is, it's going to be a difficult third act for Barbara and Michael G. Wilson. I call I'm it a third you. act because they. I, considered, I consider Pierce Brosnan much them, and I can, you know, Daniel Craig yeah. is theirs, and now this will be their third James yeah. Bond together. Yeah, you're
0: right. I think you're right on with that. Um, I think we should wrap it up so that we can upload this and get it off to Katie, and we can go see our movie. Oh, boy. And um, let me... Uh, end by saying also i just want to make a quick mention that uh, i had a former student who got very ill and some people were kind enough to donate to his cause and i said i would do anything for anybody that did in any way that i could podcast wise and i'm just going to mention katie o'brien she wanted a little shout out on james bonding and you get more than that you get my eternal gratitude and thanks so much for helping out
1: katie o'brien good job
0: um and jonathan honore get better soon We think the world of you. All right, Matt, are you ready? It's not enough to think of Jonathan. That's right. That's right.
1: (laughs) We think the universe of you, Jonathan. Get better.
0: (laughs) Matt, are you ready to go see Spectre?
1: I better fucking be ready. I've been ready since the day I was born to see Spectre a second time. (laughs)
0: Let's do this. Now leaving nerdist.com. Rachel Bloom
1: You all
2: see my collection of men corpses And one woman
0: Felicia
3: Day and Colton Dunn
2: You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species
1: It's a bummer Andy Daly You have the members of Genesis listed But Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice Thomas Middleditch
0: <laughs> Jesus I mean, Jazos, (laughs) ruler of the eighth
1: circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.